Hey everyone, it's Pastor Justin. I just want to thank you for checking out the 242 Young Adults podcast. We're going to be continuing our series on conversations with Jesus. We've got a real treat for you guys today. My wife, Stephanie, will be discussing how to add power to your prayer life. And she's going to be talking about giving, praying, and fasting. And how when we give and fast during our prayer life, we experience additional power to our prayers. Hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so tonight we're going to be starting in Matthew 6, and we're going to go from verse 1 right until verse 18, okay? So if you have your Bibles or your phones, I'm a Bible girl just because, Alex, I like books. Okay, so it says here, watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do it as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogue and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. And when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask Him. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious, as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled, so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice your fasting except your Father, who knows what you do in private. And your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. And so, we're going to talk, obviously, about the three passages, or the three portions that Jesus is addressing here. He's talking about giving praying, and fasting. And if you do have your Bibles, or if you don't, go home and put them in the Bibles that you do have at, or on your phones, okay? I don't know if you could just underline a word, though, on your phone. Whatever. But, when Jesus talks, it's not conditional. It's not, if you feel like it, do it. It's not, if the sun and the moon are in the right position, and you know, a bird is yodeling at the same time, then. He says, when, meaning there's an expectancy that you will be doing it. It's not an option. 
to do any of these three. And so many times Christians think that, well, I give, that's good. Or I pray, I'm okay. Or, you know, uh, like I skipped lunch, that's kind of like fasting. No, it's not. Jesus is so specific here. And we spoke about prayer. Justin's been speaking about prayer, and he's kind of just unleashed in this little, the Lord's Prayer is four verses, okay? In four verses, Jesus unloaded a whole plethora of what we should be praying. In just four verses, there was so much weight there. How much more in these three areas that we should be doing on a, like on a regular basis? And that's where Christians sometimes falter. And they think, well, God, why am I not seeing things happen? Are you obeying his word? It's so clear. You want answers? Read his word. You want to see results? You want to see things happen? You want to see your world shaken? Give, pray, and fast. And guess what? I promise you, you won't be disappointed. So he starts off with giving. He knew where to go first. How many of you would say that giving might be a struggle for you? Especially when you're in school, especially when you have loans, especially when you have a budget, you've got things to pay. How many times have you said, God, I really want to give to you, but I just can't this week. And you don't have to put your hands up. But answer in your heart. And I know for me, I've been there. I, I, I remember times where giving was hard, but it was something that was instilled in us. My parents always told us, like, it's not an option. You have to. You have to start tithing. You have to give God what's his. And, it, and something that we need to know, we're, we're believers here. Giving your tithes, okay, that's 10% of what you get. That should be the first thing out of your paycheck, not the last. It shouldn't be, well, let me pay my cable, let me pay this, let me pay that, and then I'll take out my tithe. Tithing should be the first thing. That's what God commanded us to do, okay? So tithing first. Offerings is everything else. That's from the abundance of your heart. Offerings are missions. It's giving to people in need. It's giving to different charities, kids, if you're sponsoring any kids. Giving is above and beyond. And here, that's what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about giving, not the obedient part of tithing, that that's already supposed to be done. He's talking about giving. And he says, watch out, don't do good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. Which means that he sees everything. If we're doing it and we're like, hey, everybody, I just want to give you homeless men $20. Did you all hear that? That means that Jesus, our Father, who's up in heaven, is like, hey, buddy, you just lost your reward. And what I love about Jesus is that he's so clear. There's no guessing here. He says, when you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do. Did you know that hypocrites literally means a poser or an actor? The Pharisees were considered, like not all of them, but there were some that they would parade. And we read it in scripture. They would wear their beautiful attire and they would go and they would parade. And
they would give. How many of you know the story of the, the widow with two mites? What happened there? Somebody went and they made big, big gestures about how much they were giving. And all she had was two. And she went not caring that it was two million or two little measly mites that probably wouldn't have bought very much at all but she gave out of the abundance of her heart. It's not about how much we're giving, it's about our heart's condition. It's about how we're giving it. It's about what our motive is behind it. Is it to get recognized? Hey, you know what? She gave 5,000, 10,000, $20,000. Or is it to say, I wanna bless somebody. I just, I just want to bless you. And God sees that. And it says here, I tell you, they've received all the reward they will ever get. When we give with a bad heart, the reward we'll ever get is the people going, wow, you, you just did that. Good for you. But I love it because Jesus says, when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing, which is kind of impossible. It's like... You know, like, how do you not? Your brain's attached to both and like your sensory nerves and everything knows what you're doing. So if your right hand's giving it, your left hand kind of knows that something's happening, right? And he says, but that's how it has to be. Give your gifts in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. And some versions say will reward you publicly, which means that the reward isn't going to be for when we get to heaven. The reward's going to be for now. And that's awesome. As we're obedient to God, he will reward you publicly. And see how incredibly ironic that is? You do it publicly, that's all the reward you're going to get. You do it in private, out of love, and just a love for Christ and humility in your heart, not letting anybody know what's happening. Not even your left hand know that your right hand is giving it away. And God says that your father who sees everything will reward you. Yeah. And that is beautiful because that is the perfect picture of who God is. As we obey, as we do to him, as he has called us to do, it's not like, you know, I really like Matthew 6, but Matthew 7, I think it could be revised a little. Like, I'm not so sure about that whole judging and like effective praying. Like, what's the deal with that? God, I think I'm just going to stick to this one. Mm. That's not how it works. See, God's word needs to be followed completely. Is it hard? Absolutely. Is it hard for you guys? Right now, you're a generation, I'm a little older than you, so I could say this. You're a generation that I feel like there's just a lot going on. You're bombarded with a lot. You're bombarded with a lot of teaching. Know the word of God. Because when somebody comes against you and says something, you'll know. You'll be able to test it and see that it is true or it's false. I love it. I know this is a little sidetracked, but in the book of Acts, Paul goes to the Bereans and everything he taught, they went back and they studied scripture to make sure that what he said was right. That's how we have to be. We need to go and take God's word and say, all right, let me read it. And not with like closed eyes. I love in Isaiah, it says, come to me with ears opened. Come with, come with eyes opened 
ready to see, ears open to hear. We can't go in saying, well, God, I just want to hear what I want to read or read what I want to read or understand what I want. I want to come in with what you want me to receive. And so he says that. And so the words I want you to underline are when, okay? There's seven of them through this whole thing. When, and that, well, your versions might have something else, but mine has seven. And then I want you to underline, in private, you could underline the whole thing. Like, so give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees you will reward you. Because every single section, he has. And I feel like Jesus started with giving because sometimes giving is the hardest thing to do. And sometimes giving is the, the thing that sometimes we could forget about. Well, we do this or we do that, but you know. And it's not an option. Guys, it's not an option. You need to give to God what's his. And then you need to give out of the abundance of your heart. Why? To advance God's kingdom. Yeah. It's not for us. It's not so, oh, hey, they gave. And you know what? I went out and I bought like a $5,000 watch because they gave me $5,000. No, it's so that we can advance God's kingdom. We, we have preconceived notions as to, well, <clears throat> do they really need it? Well, I feel like, you know, the church is okay. Like, they must have a good amount of money here. No, it's not for us to question. It's for us to give so that we could go and do awesome things. Not for us, not to better us. Although, you know what? When you have, you could do things and say, hey, guys, it's taken care of. We've been blessed. And you know what? We want to bless you now. That's a part of it. So that we could go out, we could minister to people. We could go do missions trips. We could go and provide people with food that they've never had. We could go to places that we've never even dreamed of. Why? Because people are being obedient and are giving out of the abundance of their heart. I hope you guys enjoyed this session with my wife, Stephanie. Uh, we're going to pick up where she left off next session on praying and fasting and how the two correlate. I hope that you guys can stop by and check out this next session uh, from the 242 Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you next time.